0: There are a lot of important people in the world, like everyone. In fact, in fact, for a short time in my life, there were few as important to me as Mr. Bowman, my bus driver. I have a story that should be told in all my years. I cannot recall sharing it with more than a few people. And those were my pals at the time I was in ninth grade. I suppose that I was too intent upon dealing with the demands of being a pretty homely and shy teenager to share stories, suddenly finding myself in an enormous high school for the first time. Edina High School was renowned for the scholastic excellence of its students, well, most of its students, and the unparalleled success of its athletic teams. The school was routinely reviled by other school districts for these attributes but it made being an Edina student even more exclusive. For overachievers, Edina High School was paradise, but for those of us who were less gifted, the experience was intimidating to say the least. Competing with the best of the best could be extraordinarily humbling. In that context, discovering sources of encouragement and support was difficult. School counselors were always available, I'm sure, but accessing them required as much courage as competing in physical education classes with future professional athletes added to that were the usual insecurities experienced by most 14-year-olds i had not yet developed a body that was suitable for athletics i was a red-headed freckle-faced prepubescent lad without a scotch of self-confidence and as a result a terrible introvert The combination was deadly in a place like Edina. Eventually, I outgrew most of those attributes, but not without the help of some unlikely sources along the way. Perhaps the unlikeliest of all was my ninth grade bus driver, Mr. Bowman. I never knew very much personal information about Mr. Bowman. It was probably Edina policy for drivers not to become too close to student riders. But I think he was already wired that way, not wishing to share much of himself, especially with youngsters. His wraparound sunglasses masked part of his face, but not the most important part, his welcoming smile. Each morning and afternoon, he would throw open the door of School Bus 39 and invite me in as though he was excited to see me and that his bus was a safe haven. He called me Red. I'm sure that initially I was as shy as ever with him, but following the daily rituals of sharing good mornings and good afternoons, he became a more comfortable presence in my school ordeal. Pretty soon I eschewed the universally favored rear seats of the bus where all kinds of misbehaviors typically took place. Of the front seat behind Mr. Bowman. It was always vacant. Boys especially wanted to be as far removed from authorities as possible. More importantly, I could talk to him and he would listen to me. What an empowering feeling it was to realize that an adult other than my parents might take interest in what my day had been like. Bus route protocols dictated that Students were to be waiting at their designated pickup sites and the drivers could not wait for them to come running from their houses at the last moment, even during the most brutal Minnesota cold. Mr. Bowman was compelled to follow the rules, but on more than one occasion, he held on just long enough for me to make a last second appearance, even looking to the front door of my house when I had not appeared. My friendship with Mr. Bowman seemed to convey a sort of status to me, and I even developed a gregariousness on those bus rides that was not evident in other spaces of life. Soon, other young riders were drawn to the front of the bus, likely seeking the same sort of affirmation that I had discovered. The fact that I had been the first allowed me to always claim that front seat behind the driver. At the end of it all, I gained a lot by being a student at Edina High School. I started to develop an achievement point of view. I began a lifelong perspective that expected good things to happen. I commenced a lifetime love for the use of words and writing them. I had my first girlfriend. But one of the most important legacies to come from that era was something that neither the school nor my teachers ever likely knew about, a bus driver who recognized a young man who needed a boost and then provided it. Maybe he perceived it, perhaps he didn't. His bus route changed after two years and maybe he never gave me a second thought after that. But I remember him 60 years later as an adult who befriended me at an anxious time of my life even signed by yearbook. Lifelines often appear in the most unsuspecting ways.